check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Okay, here we are, episode 236, WCP 320 Carry Wilson Combat. Today we're going to look at, is it better than the standard gun you can buy? Should I buy the most expensive gun? Literally, two for the price of one. I could buy... With that amount of money that one of these weapons cost, two guns instead of one. But that's not what this episode is about. This episode is about, is it a smart thing to do? Much more on that. As the Cuban freedom fighters in the streets are continuing going into day five I can tell you from looking at it on the sidelines like many Americans are there are a couple of points point number one the silence of countries around the world making statements in support of the Cuban people and denouncing the Cuban communist regime is deafening. The reason it's deafening, it's not happening. Countries don't want to take a position. They believe this is fruitless and the resistance will be put to an end so they don't want to come out publicly against the communist regime and that's disgusting another issue is it's to kill the momentum of those protesters in Cuba because any little information that they can get from other people around the world if country after country was jumping on board supporting their efforts their momentum their enthusiasm would grow so the silence of those countries is deafening our own Uncle Joe took four days before he babbled something out of his mouth it's a group of people that have suffered for 62 years under communist rule They don't know what a God is. They don't know what freedom is. They don't know the luxury of shopping at the mall. They don't understand the concept of shopping at large supermarkets. And they're deprived of so many things. But here's the true fact. The world is really not caring. Yeah, there's a couple of sympathizers here and there. But overall, a lot of the world would wish this just goes away and we can go back to 
liking the the guy in the green uniform, the beret and the beard, not uh, having to make public statements. The third thing is that Black Lives Matter has told every American we are bona fide 100% communist with their support of the communist regime. And other issues that are notable to me is that every day that those young and old freedom fighters in Cuba continue to protest and doing their thing, every day they get stronger and the government gets weaker. And every day that that Cuban communist regime has to fight these people on their freedom position, that communist government becomes weaker. How do you get in contact with us? It's real easy, RaiderCop.com. You can hear all our official episodes from number 1 to 236. And RaiderCopNation.com, our official website, will take you where you can get much more information on us and upcoming shows and so forth. We're on social media. You can find us there, RaiderCopNation, Podcast, or RaiderCop. And, of course, you can hear this podcast wherever you get your podcast. By looking us up, Radio Cop Podcast, we will pop up. We live in troubled times in America, and but we have rights. And one of the beautiful rights that we have is the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms and protect yourself from evil. As a result, that's only half the battle. Preserving that right and protecting your rights is the other half of the battle. That's why here on Radio Cop Podcast, we fully support the USCCA and becoming U.S., becoming a member, because not only do they advocate for gun owners, they also protect them legally. And the amount of training that they give is overwhelming the amount of training that you have at your fingertips with the USCCA. It's easy. All you have to do is get your smartphone out and text the word RADER, R-A-I-D-E-R, and text 87222-87222, the word RADER, and that'll get you a link which you can start to become a member of the USCCA for as little as... Uh, $30, between $30 and $50, depending on the plan that works for you. Listen, it's pennies on the, it's just pennies a day for a month, and the protection that you get is overwhelming. Don't be that guy that trains, has the bullet, has the gun, has the hookup, has everything gets involved in something but he didn't have a legal plan you don't want to be that guy and speaking of being that guy I want to 
encourage you to call Pistol Pete the gunsmith down in Miami where he can fix your gun, make it look brand spanking new. And even a lot of stuff we're talking about today, Pistol Pete can create that magic for you. But you don't live in Miami might be the question. Doesn't matter. Call Pistol Pete today and he'll tell you how you can send him that bad boy you got and how he can make it brand new that you won't even recognize it. And you won't even miss it because he'll get it done that quick. Pistol Pete the gunsmith in Miami. All the information is down in the show notes. And lastly, looking for gun training in the Philadelphia, New Jersey area. Kilo Sierra's your guy. He's up next. He's on the on-deck circle for um, our next episode. I'll talk about that a little bit later. And if you're in Florida and you're looking for gun training, you can drop me a line uh, on the information on RadioCompNation.com. And if I'm not in that area, I'll find you a good instructor in the state of Florida to help you out. Today we'll look at episode 236, WCP 320. This is six hour 320. And the Wilson Combat style of the 320. Is it worth the money? Or could I just get the standard one? What's the difference? How will it benefit me if I do have it? And what's the key to this entire episode we're getting there but as you know and I know it's time for us to get our bipolar uncle on the stage where we can discuss a little bit more about living in the Bolshevik states of woke Our first story takes us to Facebook, where the Biden administration is eagerly looking forward to working with Facebook and silencing the voice of what they're calling misinformation on Facebook on COVID in regards to COVID-19. Folks, this is one of those stories that it's going to be much, much much difficult difficulties in finding this story on the internet. Why? The media is doing an all-out press to sub- subdue and make this story go away. And the simple reason they're trying to do that is because press secretary for Mr. Biden over at the White House, the, the uh, double-back redhead, basically said that the United States government is in business with Facebook in suppressing speech, which is against constitutional provisions of the government doing this and advocating for private companies to do it for them. So this has been a blunder of major magnitude, and as a result, they're running cover now. And... When you put this in the search bar, Google, wherever you get your searches from nowadays, you'll see a story that says, Joe Biden blast Facebook on, on potentially killing several people, many people, 
on COVID. It's the cover story, folks. They cannot portray that they're in business to step on, piss on Americans' rights of freedom of speech. Sad day in America when the press secretary nonchalantly walks up to the microphone in the White House and tells the world like nothing that that's their plan. You can't make this stuff up, folks. Our second story takes us as uh, takes us down the road that Uncle Joe is digging down on his nominee for the public land position, or Secretary of Public Land. Another goofball, another train wreck, another chaotic nominee that's got all kinds of goofy ideas. But never you mind all that nonsense. Uncle Joe is doubling down on stupid and bringing us another incompetent secretary into his administration. Our third story takes us to the communist area of New York City where the congresswoman to the section of New York City, Queens and the Bronx, AOC, has come out to call out President Biden wanting, uh, of course, her cake and to eat it too. She says that the embargo is the secret on this whole matter with this Cuban uprising. You see, according to AOC, if the embargo was never there, these people would not be screaming and yelling. Never mind you, the 62 years that they've been suppressed, kicked in the pants with no rights. You know, the rights that AOC has and uses freely, they don't have it over there. But she's an advocate of the Cuban communist regime, making sure they get back in business and get paid handsomely with it, with the lifting of the embargo. AOC was never as bright as Bernie Sanders that can nowhere to be found today. There you have it, folks. It is sad that these things are happening in Cuba, but as I said earlier, every day that they continue to fight out those streets and protest, they're not fighting with guns, they're not fighting with uh, bombs, they're not fight. they're they're fighting with rocks and their voices. And the only reason that they are fighting with rocks is because they're being brutally attacked by government authorities. The atrocities that are having, happening behind the curtain are disgusting in itself. So it's time to cheer you up. So we're going to start turning to the joke of the day. And this one, you're going to love. So... Here you go. It's a little police humor for this episode 236. Why do police get to protest early? To beat the crowd. <laughs> you get mad at me all you want. 
but I'm not the communist regime. Let's turn now to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, where we read the powerful word of God, casting down arguments and every high thing that exhausts itself against the knowledge of God brings every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. As always, you can get more information on, on these powerful words by looking us up on RadarCopNation.com and looking at the new section that's coming. It is coming. Believe me, it's it will be here before next week that you'll see on the on the browser of the website says AWOL. Click on that and you can hear those messages 30 minutes or less for your spiritual growth because without God in your life, you just have to person. Today's episode, we're going to discuss on episode 236, the WCP 320 carry Wilson combat. Is it really necessary to spend up to $1,400 for a gun where I could probably pick up two or two and a half guns for that that price. But that's what we're going to discuss. And we've got the key to the whole thing at the end. But we're going to shed some light on these expensive guns. It's time to get the clowns. We'll wait for the clown to tell me if he's ready. There you go. He's ready. Episode 236, WCP 320 Carry Wilson Combat, a very expensive gun, which a lot of people may criticize, especially in today's dollars, but they're flying off the shelf. They've got production over at Wilson Combat around the, around the clock. They're punching them out as fast as the orders are coming in. And they are expensive weapons. So let's start off on this episode is to ask the first question, the most intelligent of them all, who is and what is Wilson Combat? Wilson Combat, originating in 1977, is the brainchild of Bill Wilson. And back in 1977, he was a young man. He went out. He was actually a watchmaker. And uh, he got involved in the firearms industry in 74. He had a vision, a goal. 
he was down in uh, Berryville, Arkansas, where he basically started the beginning of the company, Wilson Combat. So he had a vision for what he wanted to do. And he ended up creating one of the largest, most successful custom firearm companies in America. And of course, with a lot of effort, that's just not gonna happen overnight. The company itself, uh, since 1977 has been the leading innovator in high performance customization of 1911 handguns. Now, 1911 handguns are probably one of the nicest shooting weapons they are. The trigger, the long barrel, and people love them. Like Pistol Pete, one of his favorite guns is the 1911. So he, uh, Bill Wilson, dove into customization of the 1911, which in itself is a very expensive weapon in the first place. So combining, customizing it and so forth, people were really gonna get involved in something like that because you just don't buy a 1911 to keep in a drawer, folks. It's something that uh, costs a lot, but uh, it's a show-off piece at the same time. The Wilson Combat people today, they are very much hooked into local, state, and federal law enforcement, as well as military, working with the Department of Homeland Security, Border Patrol, the uh, United States Marshal Service, the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, Diplomatic Security Service, Texas Rangers, the list goes on. And the reason a lot of these law enforcement and military uh, personnel are looking into Wilson Combat is because of the performance. Yeah, you know, you've seen those cars that come off the assembly line over, let's say, Ford. Let's take the Ford Mustang. Man, that's a good car. It's fast. It's got this engine. But then you take it to these custom shops and uh, you take the turbo that uh, Ford put in it, and you take that and you chuck that away, and you put on the third party, you put that turbo in that baby, and next thing you know, your Mustang's got wings. Well, Bill Wilson is that secondary company. He is that second pair of eyes on a production of firearms where he says, I can make it better, more reliable, stronger, and he goes to it. Now, a lot of these companies, you might wonder, why? how come they just don't do it like that? Well, all standard firearms, and we're concentrated on the semi-automatic, when you take them out of the box, whether it's Ruger, Smith & Western, Glock, Sig, H&K, you know, we'll be here all day mentioning names, but that standard weapon that you brought, once you take it out of the box, 
believe it or not, it's combat ready. So it might have certain kinks that don't work for you, like it's too big, it's too small. I don't like uh, the, the barrel size. The trigger's not the one I like. The sights suck. You know, it might have those kinks, but it's combat ready. Now there's, the Toyota of all guns is better known as the Glock, is the most reliable weapon that I have ever been uh, subject to dealing with. And the Glock is just an amazing weapon. Are there weapons that are better, look better, fire better, do everything better? Probably, but how much are you spending for them? When Glock married into the American law enforcement family, it was a relationship that forevermore would be cemented in this love affair because it was reliable, it was loyal, it wasn't going to let law enforcement down. You could shoot it in any type of weather conditions. It would keep on going like the Energizer Bunny. So let's say I get a standard Glock and I take it out of the box. Is it better or worse than a Wilson Combat? Well. That's up to the eye of the beholder. But they're both going to be reliable. One will be more reliable than the other, not depending on who, what company did what, but more towards who is in, who wants that weapon and has a preference for that weapon. So, to explain it a little bit better, if it works for you, it's for you. If it doesn't, you ditch it, you get rid of it. So, ultimately, you're the one that needs to decide. So, the SIGS Hour 320. Now, uh, down in the show notes, there's the link of SIGS so you can get more information on their background but SIG for all intents and purposes has been in the American market for a long time they are reliable they are the weapon of the military today but they've always been known as being a lot more expensive and when things are more expensive you kind of take care of them more wax them a little bit more you, you finesse them because they're not as rugged as the other one and that was the reputation that SIG had SIG has had a couple of hiccups too that myself and Kilo Sierra have talked about with the P365 and the firing pin and we know that whole dilemma been corrected now, but SIG is going to have to live through that reputation for years to come, just like 
Glock was the plastic gun forever in his day. Then the 320 model, 9mm SIG, also has its fame that uh, it was the gun that if it fell on the floor would go off automatically by itself. And those things have been, I would say, both disproven and corrected. Disproven because you had a lot of people who were just making up stories. Well, it fell this way and it went off. It, fell. it had to fall a very specific way, hit the pavement, and it may go off. So those things were cre uh, corrected by SIG as well. So they're going to have to go through that, you know, decades of funny stories and jokes about the explosive uh, 320. So today we're going to look at the Wilson Combat. They partnered with SIG and they said, look, see that 320 you got there? I know it's got a bad funny reputation now that it goes off if it hits the pavement. But give it to me and I'll go ahead and correct it. And I'll make it uh, almost a brand new gun. But of course, it will look like, it will resemble, and it will be a SIG P320. SIG said, okay. Shook hands with Bill Wilson, and Bill Wilson went to work. So, we looked at today's semi-autos, semi-automatics. For the most part, the plastic guy in the business for probably 20 years was Glock. After, and a lot of people don't know this one, uh, patents, usually they run 25 years. So after Glock's patent for their specific design elapsed its 25 years, a lot of these other gun companies started getting into the polymer or what people call the plastic gun and experimenting with it. Today, everybody, every company has one. But it wasn't like that in the early 90s or mid-90s. Rock was all by itself out there. And as a result, today's semi-automatics are very strong and reliable because the polymer has been shown to be reliable. And the reputation when it first came out, it's plastic and it's going to break and it'll melt in the sun like Kilo Sierra says. But it didn't. So, and... For a review for this, I went to my neighborhood Rule King department store. You might not know what that is. You can look it up, ruleking.com. But it's like a, a town grocery store that you can buy groceries, pick up uh, some uh, lawn mowing equipment, and uh, you can pick up a couple of jeans, boots, cowboy hats. They got those too. And some tools, you need some tools. They can hook you up there as well. 
And if you want some livestock, chickens, rabbits, you want to take them, we got them too in the back. And the big seller is they sell guns. So I went down to a neighborhood rule king and I I saw that they had semi-automatics for the for the first time in a while in their little display case. And what I saw was Glocks and Smith and Western and I I think the uh, the other one was not uh, a well branded name. I can't I can't remember what it was but guess what they all had in common they all started with a high price and usually the price was either five or six and I said you've got to be kidding me now these are concealed weapons but they've gone up in price now we could be here all day talking about supply and demand and inflation and all that that's not why you're listening. The bottom line is that these weapons that might have cost three, three fifty, four hundred dollars a couple years have now turned into five and six. So why is that important? Well, we're gonna talk about a specific gun that we're talking about, Wilson Combat the 320. We're talking about a radius in buying one of these at $1,255 to $1,400. So between $1,255 to $1,400. That's pretty much. And then we got to put tax on it and all that other good stuff. You know, we'd hate to deprive Uncle Joe of any revenues and guns, you know. But... So if you, if you look at it, I could probably buy two standard ones for the price of one of these. So that's our platform, and we're going to keep on on that subject. So why is the gun so freaking expensive in the first place? What has Bill Wilson done to this gun? Well, we could be here for days and I'm talking about it. But one of the things they do is perfection of armory on this weapon. They're going to change it. They're going to change barrels. They're going to change frames. They're going to do what the company will always say, some minor changes, but they're not really minor. They're really on a bigger scale. Minor is when, you know, you change a little screw. I put this one. It looks nicer. But here, this is from triggers to slides to frames, uh, barrels. All that is being changed, altered in some form or another. Wilson Combat will put all that together and it will work flawlessly. They will inspect it over and over again. They will run it through their machinery with perfection and now if we look at the scale of things I might be on the production line let's say of SIG and who knows what they're pumping out let's say in one day how many guns 
So it might be in the hundreds. They just put them all together. Once you buy one and take it out of the box, that bad boy is combat ready. You don't have to do anything to it. It's ready to go. But Wilson here, he might punch out one or two in a day. So the craftsmanship, the perfection, and that keen eye is really, really on top of this gun because the reputation of the company is on the line as well. So as I said, there's going to be a change in the frame of the gun, the grip, the tang area of the gun, right? That's going to be a little bit higher so you get a better grip on it. So immediately some of these uh, corrections that they're doing on the 320 is to get you a better grip, okay? Because that recoil, so SIG's been known for having a little bit of a recoil, so having a higher grip will help you out with that recoil. So the undercut right underneath the trigger, okay? That That's a little deeper in, so you can hold that gun frame a lot better. The, the magwell, a lot larger than the normal magwell, allowing you to exchange magazines and right into the weapon flawlessly. The slide is slimmer, cut to perfection. It slides like butter, okay? And it's tactically sound. You are looking at a 17 round weapon. The barrel is about four, uh, four and a half, no, 4.7 inches. And the weight's coming in just under uh, 29 ounces. So we can look at all that, but we're gonna go back to the basic. And the basic is the price. Now, guys, if you're listening, you know full well that when you look at guns in magazines or on the internet, you puff out your chest and you say, I'm getting one. But you look left and right, make sure nobody heard you. And then you proceed to come up with the story and, of course, save your pennies. Because one day you're going to show up with that gun and you're going to throw it in your safe. That'll buy you a couple of extra days. But sooner or later, you got to take that gun out and you got to show it to the missus. Oh, yeah, you'll come up with some real doozies, too. It was on sale. It was, it's really good. They were almost giving it away. But it's going to be a hard sale. You know it and I know it. So when I say $1,255 to $1,400, boy, that's a lot of sweating. A lot of sweating bullets trying to justify that one. But you know you want it. And you know you'd go for it. The key element to all this is not so much the vision that Bill Wilson had. He's doing excellent weapons. It's not the durability of the SIG. Great weapon. 
U.S. military is using it today. It's not about the upgrades that were done to the weapon. Yeah, they're good, but they cost you. Now, you can get a standard one. You can do these changes yourself one by one. They'll probably bring you up around the same price, maybe even more. But the key to all this is whatever weapon you pick, either the standard one out of the box or Wilson Combat, that you really have to do nothing to it. The key to this is to train with that weapon. The only way to survive a gun battle is to know your weapon because lack of training on a consistent basis with the actual weapon you're going to be using will either save you or kill you. That is the most important thing. So you might ask yourself, Alpha, would you get a Wilson Combat? It's not if, it's when. I've been working on my excuses for months now. I think I got them down packed. Up next, episode 237, Tactical Shooting Rifle with Kilo Sierra. He took us through the the handgun course. Now he's going to take us through the rifle tactical shooting course. And I want you to be a part of it. We are doing our episodes, remember, back to back. (coughs) Excuse me. You'll get Wise Guy 2 Series back-to-back firearms, back-to-back. And then we'll go into, you know, daily operations of law enforcement as well. As always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Raider Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your community, for the law enforcement agencies that serve you. And most importantly, you hear that? Yep, they're on the way. Continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out of here.